Hello and welcome to another episode of Second Hand Stories. This is a place where I tell you stories. Why? Uh, because I like to. Anyway, what are the kind of stories I like to tell you? I like to tell you histories, mysteries and unbelievable stories. And here is this week's story. On 11th of July of the year 2000, Eduardo Gallo is sitting with his phone pressed to his ear he is in one of the worst situations that a parent can find themselves in he is listening desperately to the voice of his daughter paola on the other end paola is begging him to do whatever he can to raise a ransom she says sell the house sell the car do whatever is necessary but save me he says he will do whatever it takes and then he tells paula that i love you paula says i know dad and then she says please tell mother i love her too paula galo had been kidnapped and a ransom had come in for her until this moment things had been going very well for the galo family they lived in mexico Eduardo Gallo had a lucrative consultancy business. The business was doing extremely well. They had a lot of money. They were rich. They were wealthy. They had two houses, one in Mexico City and the other a vacation home in a place called Tepoztlan. Eduardo Gallo was married. He had two children. Paola Gallo was one of his kids. She was 25 at the time when this incident happened. She had dark hair and a vivacious personality. She liked to sing, she liked to spend time with her friends. In fact, Eduardo Gallo would later say that this incident took place at a very happy point in her life because she had recently finished her thesis and gotten a degree in psychology soon after that she had applied for a job that she really wanted and she had gotten it to celebrate getting this job she and some friends had headed to the vacation home of the family in Tepoztlan and that's when tragedy had struck here's what had happened they had been spending time there until sunday morning at 2 am when three men jumped the fence they were wearing dark clothes masks and each man carried an automatic pistol they broke into the house and immediately tied up all the people inside they then ransacked the house this torment going on for over 2 hours they stole jewelry they stole money and then when they left they took two cars and they took a hostage that hostage of course was paola gallo the phone had soon gone through to eduardo and he had heard them out and then eventually he had settled with the kidnappers for a sum of 200000 pesos which was about 18500 at the time and some jewelry they had decided on a time and a place and eventually he had sent the money to the kidnappers soon after that he received a phone call from the kidnappers saying that they had received the money and they would soon let paula go 
this was exactly the news that he had wanted to hear as a father this was all he needed to hear soon his daughter would be free all this torment all of it would be over so what if a little money had to be given away it was worth nothing compared to the life of his daughter however the next day when the bell rings he sees that there are policemen standing outside they are requesting him to come to the morgue he goes with the policeman and as he enters this morgue immediately he can recognize his daughter just by the dark hair that is flowing off this metal trolley that she's placed on there is a white sheet over her and when he pulls it back he sees the cold lifeless face of his daughter he can't understand what's happened he would not be alone in mexico at the time kidnappings were rife it had become the hub for kidnappings in the year 2000 according to one report 531 people had been kidnapped and these are only the people whose kidnappings had been reported because most of the time kidnappings were not reported because people felt that there would be retribution that the loved ones who were kidnapped would be killed if they reported it to the cops even worse a lot of the times people felt that the police were involved in the kidnappings so telling the cops anything would be counterintuitive and so a lot of these kidnappings went unreported to give you an example of how bad things had gotten kidnappings were happening for very small sums for very small reasons people were kidnapped for extremely low amounts of money one group of students had kidnapped a girl so that they could raise money to go to college some people would fake their own kidnappings to get money from their own families things were so bad that at this point in time in the state where this kidnapping had taken place off paola galo just a few years ago the chief of the anti kidnapping unit himself had been caught for kidnapping and murder so you can imagine how bleak and dour the situation was now eduardo galo asks the cops what happened how did they find his daughter's body and here's the story they told him they said that they had stumbled upon this crime scene at the crime scene they had found three of the kidnappers shot dead and then they had found paula's body the police surmised that this was a gang war gone wrong and that paula just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time what was even more strange and confusing was that beside the body of one of the kidnappers they found almost all of the ransom money why had this been left behind it raised a lot of questions what's more and more heartbreaking was the way in which paula was killed she had been shot in the neck and the back almost execution style now you can imagine how distraught how sad and aggrieved eduardo galo must have been there must have been this insurmountable anger and this sadness that you cannot even fathom 
and yet he asks the cops to look into it and when they do they provide no good answers as the cops start investigating this case the investigation is extremely shoddy and it casts a lot of doubts on the investigation itself now here's what happens a few months after this crime they would eventually find one of the cars but the cars would not be searched thoroughly until eduardo galo puts even more pressure by going to higher ups in the police when they do search through the car they find a hair that belongs to paola this would be crucial evidence which would have been overlooked had it not been for this father putting pressure on the police to do their job besides this the clothes that paola had been wearing had suddenly vanished from police custody a lot of the jewels and artifacts that they had found recovered from the crime scene none of them had been tested all of this was extremely suspicious and in the words of eduardo galo he felt like this was the purest form of corruption because they were doing their job but they were doing it so badly that the case would never be formed correctly it would eventually fall apart on scrutiny it was an invisible form of corruption as he begs and pleads the cops to put in bare minimum amounts of effort the cops push back they tell him that you are not a policeman you're a father and that's when eduardo galo snaps because worse than the killing of his daughter is the apathy of the system it's at this moment that he decides that this father is going to show the policemen how to do their job he shuts down his lucrative consultancy business he gets a permit for a gun he hires two bodyguards and he becomes an amateur detective committed to solving the case of his daughter's murder he heads to teposlan he disguises himself as a second hand shoe salesman he wears sandals and rubs his feet in the dirt to complete the look and then he goes into teposlan and begins asking around in teposlan the picture that appears in front of eduardo galo would be extremely bleak in this small town of not more than 15000 people there are several several families who have been victims of kidnappings he would learn from them that a lot of their loved ones too had been taken and they had been taken by kidnappers who were local to the area the people in this town had heard of who these people were who these gang members were they were very conspicuous because they would often walk around carrying guns the towns folk however were very afraid of revealing who these people were because they were afraid of retaliation now eduardo galo would later say that by keeping silent the town was as complicit in these crimes as the criminals themselves now slowly through talking to these families who had been subjected to kidnappings he begins making a profile of the people who could be behind this he also goes meticulously through all the evidence and all the documents that have been collected by the police so far and after a lot of searching 
his search leads him to this one particular payphone now what has led him to this payphone is this he found out that there were several more gang members involved and there was one person who was calling another gang member from this payphone how he got this information remains unclear but he found out that someone was using this payphone now what's more through his investigation he had learnt that there could be a man who could have been responsible for pulling the trigger and shooting his daughter this gunman was known as apache 2 and what he felt was that apache 2 was the person using the payphone he takes all of this information this information that he had personally put together and compiled over 11 long months and he takes it to the police the police look through it it seems watertight they can't believe that he has done all of this himself and so the police head to this payphone and they spring a trap and they wait for apache 2 to, to use this payphone and soon they would be successful they see a man approach this payphone a man who fits the description of apache 2 the policemen who've been lying in wait spring out and grab this man when this happens eduardo gallo was present with the cops at this stakeout he had been waiting 11 months for this very moment 11 months he had been waiting to see the face of the man who had pulled the trigger and killed his daughter he had these visions and fantasies of revenge of what he would do of how he would pull out his pistol and shoot this man dead but then at that moment as the cops grabbed apache to he realized the futility of his thoughts suddenly it was clear to him that he was not meant for revenge suddenly at this moment it seemed as if there was something bigger than just revenge he lets this man be taken into custody and by doing that he does something even greater than just revenge this man who they had caught who went by the name apache 2 his real name was francisco zamora arielano and he was 28 years old he was a known gunman who worked for gangs and eventually he would confess to being the person who had pulled the trigger on eduardo gallo's daughter now the restraint eduardo gallo had shown in that moment the reason it would prove to be so crucial and so much better than just pure revenge was this at that moment eduardo gallo realizes what it means to live in a truly civil society he realizes that in a truly civil society it does not help to take the law into your own hands but instead to help the law get up to its feet and this realization would be articulated most beautifully by eduardo gallo himself he would soon write this little note that he would publish in the newspapers it would be a note he would write 
to his daughter in this note here's what galo writes he recounts his efforts and his frustrations in this emotion soaked letter and he concludes it like this he says i will always love you my adored child thank you for your smile and your caresses thank you for your songs and your happiness and your love of life thank you beautiful daughter you always lighted the path so i could distinguish between justice and vengeance thank you for being my inspiration for keeping my hands clean and my soul calm because that is the only way i can see you again and that is the story of eduardo gallo and a father's search for justice hope you enjoyed it if you did then please leave a like and a comment let me know what other stories you'd like me to cover as usual every single episode of second hand stories is shot in front of a live audience if you too would like to be a part of these live sessions all you have to do is become a member of the channel that's it from this episode until next time take care and bye bye